0: Happy Purim, everyone. Chag Purim Sameach. I am so excited to bring back the Latka Hamantaschen debate, first recorded on Friday night, December 7th, in anticipation of Hanukkah. And now it's time to bring it back on the precipice of Purim. Rabbi Joel Nickerson and I have debated for years the merits of the Latka versus the Hamantaschen. Listen in and see for whom would you cast your vote. So again, we are really excited in just a moment to bring back the Latke Hamantashim debate, uh, a very famous debate that Rabbi Joel and I have been having for several years, and we're happy to bring it back again. Here's how it works. We're each gonna provide a series of arguments, and at the end of our arguments, you get to vote and decide which is the more worthy Jewish food of celebration. The latke, defended by Rabbi Joel Nickerson. Yes, thank you. Or the hamantashen. Oh, hard crowd. So let me start. Look, folks, folks, I know I am at a disadvantage here. I am arguing for a cookie in the midst of a holiday that celebrates the potato. I get it. So let me just start with what I would appreciate to call a reality check. Let's talk about all the days that have added up so far of you consuming these beloved latkes, these heavy, oily, greasy latkes. Can we be honest for a second? How do you feel right now? How's that yoga class going for you as you try to downward dog? How... How infused are you with a sense of lightness and joy? I know we feel sympathetic to the latka at this time of year, but isn't it time to reexamine a tradition that makes us feel so ugh? I feel like we need to do an intervention, a latka intervention as a loving member of your family and your community. You are not thinking clearly. You say you love the latka, but after consuming them, you are filled with hours, if not days, of regret. Don't you see what's happening? You are being manipulated by the potato. A potato that does not have your best interests at heart. Latkas want you to feel bad. Do you know why? Because the latka feels bad. It is a measly worthless potato. It is left off of every fancy winter root vegetable platter. At a fancy restaurant, you never see the potato. It's denied terms for the fancy yam, the taro, but not the potato. And do you know how else your kids love potatoes? Not as the roasted potato with a nice side of steak. No, they want it sliced and fried and put in a scalloped box with a Happy Meal toy. That's the only way they'll eat it. The potato resents being tormented and bifurcated. So beware because it will bathe itself in salt and oil and it will seductively sizzle its siren song. We are supposed to feel exuberant and joyous celebrating light and religious freedom, but do you know what you're really celebrating? Relief from indigestion and acid reflux. And the miracle of Hanukkah is that your indigestion only lasted one night instead of all eight. That's what you should be celebrating. Now listen, to help you remember, I would argue, this newfound perspective on your health and wellness, To close out my opening argument, I'd simply like to present a rewrite of a popular song. Instead of lots of latkes, try this. Lots of oil, lots of oil, lots of oil, ugh, I don't feel too well. Lots of oil, lots of oil, lots of oil, ugh, I don't feel too well. Devastated and talk. Prevacid and tums, prevacid and tums, prevacid and tums, and calories, calorie, calories, calorie, calories, calorie, calories. This is not paleo Calories. calories, calorie, calories, calorie, calories, calorie, calories. Thank you. you got to bring in the good game when it's Hanukkah.
1: <laughs> right. I, I have to applaud Rabbi Dara um, for making some of my arguments for me because there are certain times of year where we have to worry about the gym and how we look, but don't you think too much of the time we worry about those things? There is always a space in our lives where we don't have to worry about other people or what they think about us or worry about how we're going to look. We just need to enjoy life. Too many times we are faced with pressures that come our way saying, don't do this, be like that. Hanukkah is the time where we represent the freedom, the freedom to enjoy the oil that we all love so much. Because let's be honest, when you're talking about children who love to cut potatoes and have them fried in oil, I saw a lot of heads nodding that there is nothing better than oil and potatoes mixed together in the joyousness of whether it is French fries, think about those French fries, or if it is that wafting smell as people came into our building tonight and tell me that there is not another holiday where you can walk into a room, smell the smells of latkes, and not be transformed back to Bubby, back to your own parents, back to the Maccabees, forward-thinking into the future, and not have a sense of joy. Hormantashans, when they cook in the oven, smell like any other cookie. Not something special. But when you smell those lakas, that combination of onion and potatoes with a little bit of egg and maybe some salt and pepper, yes, you could use some flour. You don't have to. All of these things bring back such memory. We are a people of memory. And there is nothing that is more connected to memory than that of the latke, which just brings back all the joy of the most staple ingredient in the world, which is the potato. We are about foundational statements. The foundation of the world is the potato. It got the Irish people through a lot of hardship. (laughs) It has been a staple. It is what children have grown up on, and we need it more than anything. Not a three-cornered little random cookie filled with things like, what is that? Mun or poppy seed? Who wants to eat poppy seed? No one wants to eat poppy seed unless it is on a bagel. (laughs) There is no other place that a poppy seed belongs, Uh Uh and so with that, I turn it over to you.
0: Thank you, thank you. That so i i i well done i would also like to present some uh data on what children prefer uh, as you know we have a very large preschool and this past week when we were giving all of your children free eye exams thanks to the ucla partnership we have before they left the library we actually had a table set up and on one side of the table were latkes And on the other side of the table were jelly donuts. And all we said to them was walk up to the table and you you choose. Do you want to know what they chose? 324 children in our preschool chose jelly donuts. And 10, hold on, hold on. Ten of them, in all fairness, did choose the latka, but the greasy fingers immediately, they threw it
1: away. Now, I'm going to tell you why I bring this up. because yeah, in fact this is not supporting my I'm, argument
0: at all. I'm it's
1: not, just supporting my argument that people like things dipped in oil which I, is this holiday. Here's the
0: thing. Here's the thing. When given a choice between sugar and oil, the very wisdom of the mouths of children chose the sugary product. I am going to argue, in fact, that that smell that lingers and lingers and lingers beyond the first day you make the latkes and clings to your clothing and then fills your whole house like an unwanted house guest that won't leave is actually not what we want. We want a house to smell like cookies. This is the brilliance of the hamantaschen. Bed, Bath and Body Works, or whatever the name of that story is, has stayed in business based on the fact that we want to smell like brown sugar and vanilla. We want our entire lives to smell like a cookie. So in fact, the wisdom of our ancestors is that the cookie is at the heart of what we want and what we crave. We want to recognize the beauty of the sugar and the evil that is the oil. Have you ever tried to get oil out of a nice new shirt after frying up those latkes for your kids? On the other hand, a little bit of dough, no problem. I'm telling you, the hamantaschen had families in mind no grease, no mess. You don't even need a napkin when you take a hamantashen. And if you go like this on your shirt, doesn't matter. Think again about those latkes, people.
1: Your lives
0: are harder because of them.
1: First of all, thanks a latke for that. Oh, wait a minute. I can't say thanks a hamantashen because that doesn't work. There isn't a hamantashen compliment you can make. But you can work Latka into a compliment. So that's just my first point. The second point is that sugar is the bane of our existence in the modern world. Anyone who is raising children knows that sugar is the devil. Sugar is something that is everywhere and is destroying our future. Okay, so if you want to continue to destroy the future of your children and live in a world where we are addicted to sugar, go ahead, support the homentashen. If you want to live in a world that goes to the core simplistic nature of life, Too often, I just want to repeat again, we get caught up in the complicated system of many, many ingredients like making cookies. But the latke is so simple. You only need a few things. We need to go back to our roots, people. If we are gonna make it through this complicated world, we need to get back to the roots and those are simple ingredients that don't focus on sugar, which is destroying us and we need to get away from sugar. So anything that she says about sugar is just going to continue to destroy us. So go back to our roots, go back to the potato. All
0: fair, all fair. Listen, I didn't want to have to mix politics and potatoes, but I think some recent revelations from the Mueller investigation are worthy of being mentioned at this time. I'm sure you all saw the recent headline Michael Cohen confessed to ordering a large plate of latkes with creme fraiche and caviar for a secret meeting in Trump Tower on June 9, 2016. And also thanks to WikiLeaks, we all know that out of those 33,000 emails that Secretary of State Clinton deleted, at least 10 of them were top secret communication between Clinton and her daughter, Chelsea, about the best latka recipe currently trending on the internet. Deleted. I'm not trying to say that the potato is inherently bad for democracy, but it seems to be at the center of some unsavory backroom negotiations. So I'm going to offer up the hamantaschen as a symbol of purity, a symbol of truth, a symbol of justice, a symbol of change, a mathematical symbol of change, in fact. Dare I say, the change you can believe in? The change that you crave when despots rule over you and you wonder how will we emerge from this time of darkness? And the answer, my friends, is not the latke. It will only weigh you down and make you question every bad decision you've ever made in your life, no. The answer is the Tashin running for president in 2020 on the platform of Medicare and cookies for all.
1: This is what happens when you prepare, people. Um, I do want to counter one important point, though. <laughs> Rabbi Dara speaks of evil in the world and deception. I want to remind everyone what the Hamitashin represents. If you want to believe what she's saying, then you need to buy into the fact that you are willing to uphold the ear or the hat of a despot, of an evil man, of Haman. That is what the Hamitashin represents. She is talking about elevating evil and deception and the destruction of the Jewish people in an age where anti-Semitism is on the rise. How dare you all suggest that we should hold up a symbol representing the anti-Semitic leader who tried to destroy the Jewish people. Instead, we should live by the miracle of our survival. The latke represents the oil that lasted not just one day, it represented eight days the miracle of the Jewish people will live on forever. And that is why the latke is the choice.
0: All those in favor of the hamantashen, give a cheer. (laughs) And all those in favor of the latke, give a cheer. The winner, the vodka. You guys have been amazing.